0: Blog talk Radio. Hey everybody, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. It's a show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And all of this week, all of us were compelled and were caught up in watching the impeachment trial, the second impeachment trial of Donald Trump, the former president. And I mean, by the time it ended yesterday, Saturday, it was just simply unbelievable. How could the Republicans, sat in that audience and watched all the evidence, video after video, even videos that we, the public, had not seen prior to? How could they sit there and then acquit Donald Trump? So that's what we're going to talk about this morning because it's very damning. And I think history is going to paint the Republicans who voted to acquit Donald Trump as being complicit in the riots that took place on January 6th, whether they want to believe it or not, history is not going to be kind to them. And I feel strongly that even for Republican voters who are not part of the general conspiracy theory, I'm not talking about the fringe elements who stormed the Capitol, those are people who had been radicalized. And even amongst those people, once the cult of personality has worn off, even for them, they're going to rethink their participation and I'm afraid the Republicans may not win a national election for some time to come. It's very hard to see this. So I'm referencing a story that I just read on Mother Jones. Uh, it's written by David Acorn. He's on Twitter. So that I give him the credit for that. Because in reading his story, I think he captured what most of us are thinking. So I give them the credit for that. It's on motherjones.com, David Acorn's story and his analysis. But independently, reading this and other periodicals and so on. What struck me more than anything was my own viewpoints in watching the impeachment trial. I was so dismayed on Tuesday when the House managers presented some of the video evidence where Mitt Romney was running for his life, where Chuck Schumer almost ran into a crowd and had to disappear, where people were literally shouting, hang Mike Benton's, nancy pelosi in learning that nancy pelosi had to be totally evacuated from the Capitol complex just tells you how serious it was and there are republicans who this morning woke up and feel justified in supporting a man who will never win another election he's not going to win 2024 2024 2028 2029 30. he's done in supporting a man, what they're doing is saying to extremists, neo-Nazis and extremists, that it's okay to subvert the American democratic system. It's okay to storm Capitol buildings across the country. That's what their vote means. And I don't think that that is going to sit. Well, I read somewhere this week that since the January 6th riots, Over 200,000 Republican voters across the country have changed their affiliation. They're no longer described themselves as Republican. They're either independent or they're unaffiliated. Over 200,000 voters. I don't think that that trend is going to stop. In fact, I've been talking about it for several weeks now that I really don't feel that there are as many Republican voters, who are going to really sit back and let this slide, even for the people who consider themselves conspiracy theorists. Many of those people have lived long enough to look at America and have fought in other wars, have gone to defend American uh, democracies and American way of life and other wars and in other places. And now that they have returned, they're really looking at, I don't think I want this on homeland. I don't think I want this here. And when the hysteria wears off, as it has now, if you really seriously think that Donald Trump is going to have another rally, where he's going to further whip people up, I'm afraid that he's going to, like he's been doing pay people to show up. And if they even show up, I don't think it's going to go well. Somebody somewhere in one of these rallies is going to ask about January 6th, and that will be the end of his rally. Somebody is going to ask him about it and that will be the end of it this is a guy who you've got to remember when he was president in 2020 kept saying he backs the blue remember that he's a supporter of blue lives matter and black people are outraged and black people are indisciplined and he's the president of law and order but you sent people into the capitol to hang Magpens pence so that you could hang on to power and you have people like ted cruz and josh hawley are giving me nightmares because I woke up thinking about them this morning. So they're giving me nightmares about what their run for presidency is going to be. Somebody like Ted Cruz is not capable of ever winning a national election. Neither is Josh Hawley. Maybe people would have been infatuated with his looks. I don't know, because it seems like that's what Republican voters do. They vote for people they like. They don't vote for the issues. They don't look at the issues and see how does this person line up with what you believe. They vote for people based on how they look. And this foolishness that is going around the country where Republicans are censoring other Republicans, GOP parties in different states are censoring Republicans who voted to impeach Trump. This stupidness is going to stop. You have lost people. You don't realize that, that people are now going to declare themselves independent and you will not have their voting support. And Mitch McConnell is the mastermind of this. He's the creator of all this chaos. Why? Because he saw Donald Trump coming from Fifth Avenue in New York, knew this dude had no idea how to govern. But because he wanted control of the government and wanted political power, he rode on Trump's coattails knowing the man was dangerous. You know, Trump is like that dog you have who attacks people and bites people. But you keep deluding yourself into saying, no, he's under control. I, I can put my hand on him. And you know the, the dog gets up and goes and jumps at people's throats. You know the dog attacks people and hurts people. But you're too embarrassed to admit and too ashamed to admit that this is a dangerous dog that is out of your control. And you have other people telling you, put the dog down, put the dog. You've got to put the dog to sleep. You've got to put the dog to sleep. But you won't do it because you're too ashamed to do it. That's, that's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, I don't know if he has any shame in him this morning, but it was he who pushed for the trial of Trump to happen after after Trump left office after January twenty. He must have had a reason because he thinks in his mistaken mindset that there is a way to recapture the Republican Party and that Trump might be the key to recovering Republican voters. I have news for you all. It's over. You're going to see it in 2022 and 2024. People are going to leave the Republican Party en masse. For all of you out there who think that you're going to join with Marjorie Taylor Greene and that she's likely to attract other people like her, you best think again. Most of the people who would subscribe to Marjorie Taylor Greene are people who live in their parents' basement, and their parents are going to kick them out if they join stuff like that. That's number one. That's not a joke. That is true. Number two you're not going to find companies that are willing to support it. See, you've got to look at the big picture. American companies love America because America is a stable democracy. That means it's predictable. That means they don't have to worry about varying market conditions that could impact the value of their business. So they love American stability because it's a safe place to do business in. They also do business in other countries, and that is predicated on America's military power. The fact that America is the most powerful country in the world assures them, as American businessmen, that they can do business in other countries. Therefore, America not having power is detrimental to American businesses. So those said businesses, they're not going to support any kind of ideology that promotes violence within America that destabilizes the American democratic system. I don't think we're thinking enough of that. I don't think people realize that. So the GOPers, the the Ted Cruz's, the Josh Josh Hollis, and the Lindsey Graham, they're in for a, a surprise. You're not going to find companies willingly endorsing you based on the January 6th riot because those companies need an environment to do business in, in which they can safely conduct their business and make profits, and in a stable environment backed by the full measure of American political and military power. In other words, America can go to Thailand and do business because Thailand can't do anything to American power. That's what it comes down to. So America can go into other places and do business, and you have to do, you do, you cooperate because they're the big guy with the big guns, with the biggest guns. I think in the hysteria that Donald Trump created, Donald Trump operated under an umbrella of divide and conquer and in the hysteria that he created, I think we forgot some basic tenets. We forgot what it really means to be American globally. We were so focused on coming down to zip codes and street corners and who voted that we forgot that we live in a global village. We forgot that there are American companies that thrive based on the the practicality of American democracy the stability of, an, of American society, and the power of America's military might. We forgot all about that. And these arguments might sound like they're uh, extraneous, but the truth of the matter is they're vital to the concept of American democracy. That's the totality of the American picture. But, of course, it takes a globalist like me to see that. All you're focused on is how many votes did you get in Ken count in Michigan? If you keep focusing on how many votes, and that's the problem with Donald Trump, he does not have a global view. He's focused on how many votes he got in Kent County, Michigan, how many votes he got in Fulton County, Georgia, instead of seeing that there is a space for America has occupied on the world stage for the last hundred years. And if we vacate it, then the next power willing to take that up is is, is, uh, Russia or China. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if we kept Donald Trump, we would have lost our space. But more importantly, we would have lost ourselves. Have you ever heard of an American president that ordered an attack on American soil, on Americans in America, because he was desperate for power? Do you realize that if Mike Pence, from the video presentation of the House impeachment managers, if Mike Pence had been killed and assassinated, it would have given Donald Trump an excuse to what? Declare martial law and hold on to power for as long as he felt it was necessary. That's what he was seeking when he realized that. He said, heck yeah, let them go and destroy. It will give me power. It would have been one thing if the dude knew how to control power. But apparently the only power that Donald Trump knows how to control is the one between his legs. He doesn't even know what he's talking about when it comes to power. He can't even control his own businesses. He doesn't have a concept of what it means to be president. You know what he's president of right now? A club. He's not president of a country. He never was. Who was running the country under George Bush? We knew Dick Cheney was. But who was running the country under Donald Trump? Mitch McConnell. That same Mitch, Moscow Mitch. Mitch McConnell. You heard me. Mitch McConnell was running the country. He is the one who set all of this in place. Donald Trump ran unchecked. Doing whatever he wanted to do because Mitch McConnell thought it was good for the Republican Party. Mitch McConnell was so sure that with Donald Trump at the helm, they would have held on to the presidency. Man, did he miscalculate. Somebody's saying good morning. Hey, good morning. You're glad he got acquitted? Why? Tell me, why do you think he got acquitted? Tell me, why is it a good thing that he got acquitted? Are you, no, just tell me, I'm curious. Just say, happy life, he got acquitted. Good luck to you and him. He'll be president of Mar-a-Lago for the rest of time. As long as he remains on this earth, that's where he's going to be. President of Mar-a-Lago. Believe me, they have pumped him up, they're going to pump him down. Because he almost destroyed the country. And I recognize that you are never going to be part of this uh, conversation, of reality. The conversation is really about the reality of the country. You're never going to be part of that. You too are part of what is referred to as the cult of personality. You looked at Donald Trump and in something in his personality you like, so therefore you think he's a good fit for running the country. What exactly did he do? He ran the deficit into trillions. Do you realize that the deficit is now greater for the first time in American history? The deficit is greater than the value of the American economy. Do you realize how dangerous that is? We owe bills to freaking China. And that is what you call progress because you like his personality. Well, here's what you do. Go move down to Mar-a-Lago and live his uh, city down there. He doesn't even own the city. He can't even control the city council. So move down to Mar-a-Lago and sit there. Meanwhile, the rest of us will keep America rolling because we don't want to be taken over by Russia or China. How about that? Let me see what you got to say. As long as he can run again, I'm good. The economy was awesome under Trump. The economy was not awesome under Donald Trump. We had a pandemic that ruined it. He took, he inherited a good economy. But like I said, it makes no sense to talk to you because you're caught up in a cult of personality. And because you're in a cult of personality, you're always going to see it through Donald Trump colored eyes. So have a good day. Thank you for stopping by. Ciao. You don't understand what chow is, right? It's Italian for goodbye, right? But the the fact of the matter is that the acquittal of Donald Trump is going to be a stain on the Republicans for all of time. There'll be a few people like my good friend here who will vote for a Republican Party that has become so radical, it's so radicalized that it will accept anybody. But the people who are the Republican Party, they have left. They're not going to vote Republican again. They're certainly not going to vote for anybody who looks like Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Josh Hawley, uh, uh, the guy Lee from Utah, Mike Lee, and not for Ted Cruz. That's over. That's never going to happen. It's over. The Republican Party has effectively been dismantled. What is left are fringe elements that look and sound like Marjorie Taylor Green, who cannot, just like Donald Trump, cannot have a conversation about deficits, cannot have a conversation about policy, has no idea what it means to hold a conversation about policy and how policy and implementation of policy impact America's place globally. I think that's what you all are missing. You think that it's just your little corner wherever you come from in Michigan or Iowa. I live in Detroit, Michigan. But maybe you come from northern Michigan, so all you're focused about is the 700 people who live in your small town. I listen to some of the conversations people have had, and it's been crazy when people say, well, he won so many counties. Yeah, counties with 100 people. Think about that. Use your head. So you're focused on looking at this small little part of the globe, the small little town that you live in, and you're not looking at the big picture. It's a different world. Russia and China are riding up, are ready to ride up on American history and take over and neutralize America so that America will never rise up, so there will never be another country in the world again like America. If you don't understand global positioning, let me give you a lesson. Norway The country of Norway, you've heard of Norway? Perhaps. Go look on a map. The country of Norway is geographically close to Russia. Because America has been lacking in leadership, political leadership in the last four years, for the first time since World War II, Russia started making advances on Norway. Joe Biden took over on January 20th, and he has now dispatched fighter jets to patrol the Arctic Sea to keep Russia in check. Because if Russia rides in Norway, it can take over Norway, and then it can take over most of continental Europe. That's why Europeans were up in arms and terrified about the Donald Trump presidency. When Trump said that he would withdraw troops from Germany and you all jumped up all over it like you don't have family members in the military, are you silly or are you not silly? What that would have done, it would have jeopardized American assets American companies that do business in Europe. That's what it would have done. So Europeans were terrified because then that would leave Europe unstable for Russia to take over. I can't believe I have to give you a civics lesson, a history lesson, and a global lesson all at the same time. Like seriously, and you still are convinced that Donald Trump is your leader. And you listen to these errant Christian prophets. I am a Christian. Let me just put that out there. I was ordained as a minister in the Christian faith. I still am. But these folks, just like the Bible says, there will be uh, wars and rumors of wars (laughs) and there will be false prophets. These false prophets emerge, declaring a Trump win when the facts could not have spoken louder. The facts literally spoke for themselves. There is a term in Latin that I heard quoted this week res ipsa locator, the facts will speak for themselves. You're going to find those facts speaking in 2020, 2022, and 2024. And I dare say in 2026 and 2028. It's not going to look good. And guess what? The center of the Republican Party, your mama, your papa, your grandma, your great-aunt, uncle, those folks, They're the ones who are going to make sure there will never be another Donald Trump. You little fringe elements who are infatuated with the idea of being a neo-Nazi, because that's what you think. White power is this and white power is that. You look at history and you misread it. History was not kind to Hitler, was it? History was not kind to Mussolini, was it? In fact, history has not been kind to any dictator, But yet you're fascinated by this idea of being part of a dictatorship. Do you realize that part of a dictatorship is that if you disagree with the leader, he kills you right away? You do realize that. So if you join with Trump's camp, let's say Trump had continued his martial law on January 6th, and you joined with Trump's camp, and at some point down the the road, you disagree with something, he says. As a dictator, he has the right to kill you, and he would because that's what dictatorship does. So keep on being fascinated with dictatorship. You will run into one, but it won't be here in America. Why? Because the rest of us, we're not going to allow that to happen. The rest of us are interested in maintaining law and order and maintaining the America that we have come to know and love. And that America is what is going to prevail. Now, In talking about the acquittal of Trump, let me just tell you what is really the truth. The real truth behind it is that Republicans are afraid to lose votes. So they align themselves with a deposed leader, a leader who is ineffective, who is president of a club. Just think how silly that looks. Your former president is now president of a club. I've never seen anything like that. Everybody who has ever left the presidency can't wait to get out of there. They're like eight years too long, man. I just want my life back. They get out of there, they go play golf, they go travel the world, they get some rest, they go to a spot. This dude is sitting down in Mar-a-Lago being president of a seniors club. That's basically what it comes down to. You know those commercials we used to watch of retiring to Florida, where you are just president, you're just a seniors club, and you, they just go to the club every day and drink themselves into, stu- into a drunken stupor? That's who you're supporting. So these Republicans, who chose not to acquit him, are not reading their voters right. Are you realizing that? They're not reading that their voters are just as dismayed as I am. That are you really seriously thinking you're not going to acquit this guy? That you really let this guy proliferate? They're not reading the room right. They're not reading the room right. What they are reading is wrong. And Mitch McConnell is the creator of all of this. Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, I think their political futures are done. And I'm going to be very surprised if you find American companies who will continue to do to those political campaigns, because I feel that there is going to be an effort mounted within the next few months for the 2022 campaign cycle, and it's not going to look good for Republicans at all. Nowhere. And that is so. Why? Because. Just because. How could you justify, even if I don't like the politics of Mike Pence, say I didn't like the Republican Party, right? Say I just didn't like what they represented, right? Say I'm a Democrat, blue, true true blue, or whatever the term is. But Mike Pence is an elected leader of the country. I respect that. So even if I didn't like his politics, you really seriously think that you're going to find a lot of Americans who are sitting down this morning and saying, my God, that, riot, that mob, that riot went straight for Mike Pence, promoted by Donald Trump, encouraged by Donald Trump, incited by Donald Trump while he was sitting in the White House. When they called him to tell him to call it off, he told off Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy literally told him to go F off. He said, "Who the f do you think you're talking to?" They called him. He called. He was trying to reach uh, Tuberville. He got. Uh, he got the other guy. And the uh, Mike Lee. And he said to him, "We they just escorted the vice president out of here. We gotta go." Two minutes later, he tweeted that uh, Mike Pence is not a courageous man. He was derelict in his duty. The rioters went in. They were reading his tweets. His tweets are instructional. And they rode up into the into the Capitol looking for a hang Mike Pence. If they had caught Mike Pence, this would have been a different America today. And you're sure you're satisfied with that? Then you need to go live in the part of America where Donald Trump lives. And guess what you're going to find? It's hypocrisy because guess what? Donald Trump is also an American businessman who has business in other parts of the world. Guess what he has found? He's no longer what? Welcome. He hasn't left Mar-a-Lago since January 20th. He has not left town. He has not gone to another state. He has not gone to another country. He has business in other countries. You know what he has found? He's not welcome anywhere. There's no welcome mat that's going to be rolled out to greet him anywhere. In fact, in the next few months, Donald Trump is going to have a lot of problems. And you can say, well, he appointed a lot of federal judges. Good luck with that. He's still going to have a number of insurmountable problems because there are going to be civil cases brought against him for the handling of the coronavirus pandemic that took out a lot of seniors and took out a lot of people's relatives. And for his handling of the January 6th riots, people are going to start suing him. Then he's so unpopular throughout the world. Some of the places where he does business, people are going to say, we don't want you here because you cause problems. Because he has radicalized people. So if he radicalized Americans like yourself, then chances are other countries will accuse him of radicalizing them. He's a dangerous person, and he's dangerous, get this, to his own self, to his own brand. He has destroyed his brand. His children eventually are going to change their names. They're not going to walk around and call themselves Trump. They're going to change their names because of the stain that is attached to their names. And the Republican Party is going to pay the price for that in the next few election cycles, in the years to come, and the decades, for decades. They're never going to be able to reassemble. They're going to try to rewrite history to say that Mitch McConnell did not endorse. Yes, he did. By his inaction, he did. It's like this. You're complicit in an action if you don't speak up or speak against it. Your silence is complicity. By your silence, you're indicating that it's okay with you. Because if you didn't like it, you would speak up. And we can all say, well, it's not convenient to speak up. No, this was an opportunity provided to the House and to the Senate GOP for you to speak up if you had anything to say. And they chose rank and file in order. Guess what's going to happen? Every one of those people who voted for Donald Trump are going to lose their seats en masse. And guess who is going to do it? The Democrats don't even have to wage a fight. It's going to be Republicans themselves. The only Republicans who are going to left are the fringe elements who are starving and whose relatives have died because of the coronavirus, because of lack of health care, because Donald Trump set that up. And all you jokers out there, you don't even realize how much Trump set you all up. Trump implemented a tax policy where if you earn under $75,000, you'll be paying increased taxes in an odd number of years to come. Imagine that, increase taxes if you earn under75 thousand dollars per year, which is like ninety three percent of the population. That's the legacy. Who are you mad with again? When Barack Obama left, the black man whom you all hated, whom some of you voted for in 28th and 2012, So I don't know where this hatred came from. Fomented by Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump's desire to become a president because he was going broke and had no money and saw the presidency as a way to gain, to make money. Little did he know that it was going to be a noose hung around his neck. I suspect that he now realizes that being a president is not all pomp and glamour, is it? It's actual work. It's a higher calling. It calls something out of you. Yeah, you make a deal here and there. Most guys go in there and they make a deal. So when they come out, they have some money. But there is a place in it that is for, that calls to the best of you. What it revealed about Trump is that there's nothing good in him. There's nothing best about him. There's nothing good in him. For the life of me, I cannot understand how he has a mail order bride trying to force it on us to say this is my wife when she worked out a deal before she went into the White House. So that if he and her divorced, she would have a... An additional amount of money based on a, on a prenuptial agreement that she had signed. What kind of foolishness is that? So you can't even be true to yourself. You can't even find somebody who genuinely loves you. You have to marry somebody who you have to work out a contract with. Like seriously, does that even represent what most of you all think? Today's Valentine's Day. It's about love. That's how you think. No. So what is it about this guy that you like so much? We all used to like Donald Trump. We all thought he was braggadocious. But that's theater. That's comical. That's a personality for Hollywood. That doesn't belong in the White House. It's two different things. <laughs> it's two different things. I think this person is saying some stuff about me. 80 million votes, two impeachments. Keep America rolling like under Obama. Two impeachment fails, 80 million votes. Are you serious? Donald Trump got 75 million votes. It was the other guy who got 80 million votes. If you believe all those conspiracy theories, you are sad indeed. And nobody can change your mind. So go sit down in that part, that rural part there, where you can find others like you who think like that. Because you're going to be obviated from the mainstream in just a few. When reality hits. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And I think what... It's kind of like you can't see the truth, but others around you can. That's what's happening. It's the same thing with Mike, Mike Pence. Mike Pence could see what Trump was, but he didn't believe that it could happen to him. Even when Trump called, did not send in the Capitol Police and reinforcements to help, Trump still did not call him he could see it. He still would not invoke the 25th Amendment because he mistakenly believed that he has a, a place to run for 2024. No, you don't. The Republican. I'm not saying you're not going to run. You would run, but you're not going to win because people are going to forever attach you to the legacy of Donald Trump, that you were right there with him, that even when he turned on you, you still did not vote to remove him, and he obviously was dangerous to democracy. I don't know how else we can put it. It's so disturbing, the events that we saw. I still am struck by how close Mitt Romney came to losing his life. I'm still struck by that. I I still have, I I can't begin to tell you how those nights after watching that were very provocative and very disturbing. Because the Republican Party literally is saying what happened on January 6th is okay. That's what you're saying that it was okay for Donald Trump to subvert democracy, it was okay for Donald Trump to come close to having a coup, that it's quite okay. That's what you're saying by not acquitting him. You know who is not going to forget? The voters. They're going to hold you accountable. And in all honesty, I think you have lost the battle. You may have tried to win the war on January 6th, you may have won the war on impeachment, but the battle is not yours. That battle has been lost by the GOP. This is Harriet Kemmer, and this has been Down to Earth. Join us again. Certainly visit our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever your favorite podcast is. Thanks so much for joining us. Be blessed.